Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Trust and Believe. Today, I have such a special episode for you. I got to sit down and talk to two friends, uh, Carla Marie and Anthony. A lot of you, especially those of you who live in the Seattle area, may know them uh, from their amazing radio show. But, you know, they underwent some unfortunate circumstances when it came to their career. I think that you will really enjoy this episode because it's really interesting how two people who work together for a really long time uh, takes change differently. Some people have a really immediate positive outlook and some people get really stressed and their brain works in a different way. And one of the things that I love about what you're about to hear is the acceptance of the way that another person thinks and letting them know, like, it's okay, and we can be a little bit different, but we can thrive in this together. So sit back, relax, and get ready to trust and believe. Somebody say, oh yeah. Oh, oh, oh. What's up? This is Sean T, and it's time to trust and believe. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Tell me what's going on. Just like, just tell me what's going on. Let's just jump right into it. So obviously we met you, Sean, through radio. Basically, I yeah. was doing my workout Wednesday segment in New York. Um, that's where we met. And then you have family in Seattle. So when we moved out to Seattle, you came into the studio a couple times. Uh, that whole radio thing, at the moment at least, <laughs> does not exist for us. We got let go um, at the very end of January. So July. July. Why do I keep <laughs> saying January? This whole year has been January. Yeah. Honestly, I think we've never really moved. Um, so we got let go in I think it was July 24th, if mm-hmm. I remember correctly. And since then, we decided, you know what? We still want to kind of connect with an audience every morning or every so often. Let's just jump onto Twitch and live stream what we do. Instead of just doing a podcast with just the two of us and no interaction or anything yeah. like that, we've been able to use Twitch as a platform for us, even though normally it's used for video games and video game streamers. Um, we've been able to kind of just use it for our own thing, and that's what we've been doing. And then we got in the car and decided to drive across the country and do a road trip while also streaming. Yeah. Well, I think it's really interesting. So let me go back. So you guys, do do you... I think, Anthony, you actually texted me and said, 
you got fired. Did you guys get fired or did you get let go? Did you get a furlough? Like, what was the deal? We got let go or we got replaced is yeah. the best way to explain oh. it. Yeah, replaced. We didn't get fired. We didn't do anything wrong. I know Anthony keeps saying fired and a lot of people have had to explain to him, you haven't done anything wrong. You didn't get fired. You yeah. got replaced. And that is very common in radio. Like, unbelievably common in radio for what happened to us to happen. Mm-hmm. So... It sucks when it actually happens to you, even though you've seen it happen to like a million other people. But yeah, no, we just got replaced. Well, it seems like, you know, what's really interesting in terms of human behavior, human psychology, you both took that news two different ways because, Anthony, you seem like you were just over it because, you know, saying, you know, you say I got fired. You're like, fuck. Like, so what? like because there are a lot of people out there right now who either went through with you, what you went through, they lost their job, their company closed. And I think it's really, I think it's important and interesting that you do have that transparency to be like, that's how you felt. So like, you know, tell me about the process of your mental state when you actually heard the news. Yeah, I think, I mean, it is a punch to the gut. There's no way, even if you saw it coming from a mile away, I, I've been kind of using examples of uh, relationships, right? Like you could be at the end of a long-term relationship that may have been toxic. It may not have been great. But even then, even if you are not the one, as long as you're not the one that says, hey, I'm done with this, if the other person does it, it hurts. And there's a grieving process that you go through. You know, you have that initial punch to the gut and then there's that roller coaster of emotions, right? You're going, oh my God, I'm so hopeful for the future. There's so many options on the table. Then you go down to, well, I can't believe I spent that much time with that person and let them suck that energy out of me. Then you go back to, but I'm still excited for the future. So what we've been doing is kind of likening it to a breakup and it Mm -hmm. does help that both of us are going through it at the same time. Now, Carla Marie and I have known each other since the Elvis Duran show for what, 10 10 years years now. Um, And we grew this whole thing together. So what we've been really fortunate to do or to go through is when I'm at my highs, sometimes Carla Marie's at her lows and we can balance each other out. When I'm at my lows, Carla Marie's over here. So she can then kind of level us out and uh, it helps us stay out of that rut or shorten the time in that little rut that you sometimes feel. And then you actually gave us uh, great advice. I think it was two weeks ago or whenever we had you on our Twitch stream and it was give yourself a day to be as angry as you possibly can be, whatever. But then you have to turn that switch and yeah. say, I'm not going to look back anymore. I'm just going to look ahead. You know, I want to get into your dynamic, your Carla Marie's dynamic. But Carla Marie, before we get there, how did you take the news of getting let go? Yeah, it's funny how Anthony was just explaining it. And you, Sean, said you noticed that we took it differently. I keep telling people that. I know we're going to be okay. And Anthony does now too. But in the very beginning, I was like, we're going to be fine. I know we're going to be fine. But Anthony took this, like, I keep saying he took it like a guy. Like for him, this was a pride thing. It's an ego thing. And he was like bitter about it where I was like, okay, I got knocked down. The comeback's going to be better. And I knew that. And, but I've never in my life thought I'd ever do anything other than radio. You know, I thought I'd do Mm. other things, but I've always just been like, oh, when I retire from radio one day. So now it's like, is that the case anymore? So for me, I've been struggling with what's next and opposed to worrying about what happened where I think Anthony's kind of taking it like, he he put in a lot of hours more than I did on the show, so I know that he's taking it very personally mm-hmm. when it was a business decision. Yeah. It wasn't personal. And I was angry. And yeah, he was angry. And I think now, for me, I was upset. I was sad. I was very sad. But two, three days in, I was like, 
no, this is going to be good. We're going to do a lot of cool things. But I had to keep pulling him out of that bitter stage for yeah. a while. I think the the real question is, uh, this is a fun question for me, maybe not for y'all, but if someone were to break up with you, would you take it the same way you took the job? Man, that's tough. I think... <laughs> You're the worst with breakups. <laughs> Anthony is the worst. I think I would have taken... I, I, take it kind of the same way like I get angry and I think well I just spent all this time now what and it's okay this is, this is my favorite Anthony oh, thing his breakups yes, last this. longer than the relationship sometimes yeah like oh. yeah well, okay not longer than the relationship but um, <laughs> yeah I don't like I don't cut ties easily once I decide to though there's no turning back it just for me to get to that point it takes a little while. Yeah, and my mom has told me, she's like, I don't know, there's something about you that's like not normal. You get over things too fast and people too fast. And I'm like, uh, I'll take it. I'm fine with that. I have to say, I'm so, I'm more on the side of Carla Marie. Like in times where I've got broken up with, I've actually used that. You know, I said, you get 24 hours. I remember giving myself 24 hours. Yep. It was the only time that I got broken up with, but I was like... You know, like that breakup where you're just like, how did this happen? Like it came out of nowhere kind of thing. And this is so bad. I'm not going to say the names of the people because this is so bad when I'm about to tell you all. But I was like, you know, initially I was just like, I think more like Carla Marie. I was sad, not like angry. I was just more sad. And I was like still doing stuff for this person, just kind of like helping them out in a way. I'm trying to give like very low key information. And so I had to go get their mail from their house because they were away. And I was just like, I'll do it, you know, whatever. And my friend with, went with me one time and, you know, we got the mail. We got in the car and my friend was more pissed than me. She was like more like Anthony in the situation where she wasn't even broken up with y'all. We get halfway down like the street and she tosses all the mail like over. A- <laughs> you need a friend like that, I, though. You, you do. do. And I was like. But I'm like, oh my gosh, like, why did you do that? There was no way for me to even go retrieve it. Because I was like, I'm going to stop. I'm going to go get this. And I was just like, oh my gosh. And I realized, and that was in my 20s. And I realized like, wow, like people really take breakups differently. I don't know. I don't necessarily know if it's better or worse because we all have to process things differently. But I do have a, a question. This is just random. When are your birthdays? Actually, let me guess. I'm going to guess. Anthony, are you a water sign? Uh, cancer. So that is a water sign, no, right? you just told me. Oh, crap. I knew it. No, but that's it. It's a water sign. I knew it. I should have just said, Anthony, are you a cancer? I <laughs> okay. knew it. So what does he that won- mean? Because I don't really follow any of it. So he what does is, that mean? He is the most cancer you could be. Yo, when you said that, I literally was like, he has to be a cancer. I knew you were a water sign. I knew you were either, I knew you were either a cancer or a, um, or, uh, a Pisces because Pisces is more like a feeler, but a cancer. Now, if anybody's out there and they're listening, you're a cancer. I'm just giving y'all the facts. <laughs> this is yeah. what it is. When a, when a cancer gets broken up with the breakup lasts longer than the relationship itself. Like they just, they almost like never want to talk to you again. Like, it's like, like, why didn't you, why did, why not? Why don't you want me? But anyway, I'm not judging. I just, no, no, it's okay. fine. So, Carla Marie, you must be an earth sign. Mm, no, you're a water sign too? What are you? Wait. I'm a Pisces. Oh. You said that. Well, I was I mean, like, I'm not going to say it. So, anything. then what's different about us if we're both well, water signs? I didn't even know that was a real term until today. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> what's, the, what's the difference? So, here's the thing Carly Marie, you have to have earth in your chart. I just feel it. But, um, so. 
water signs uh they just kind of like feel more like it's more of like an emotional sign you know from what i know about astrology true and like a pisces has almost like clairvoyant tendencies like almost like they can put themselves in other people's shoes or they can walk into a room and feel what other people are feeling whereas like whereas like cancers kind of take it and they just are more emotional about it if that makes sense I guess. I'm very clairvoyant. I kept telling Anthony we were going to get let go for months, and it happened. So See? I'm telling you. Look, Anthony's like, I guess. <laughs> I guess. No, you know, it's funny because I always see it as the my reaction to a lot of things always comes from the fact that I've always been super competitive in sports. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I treat everything. I treat a lot of things. On, and I probably shouldn't treat relationships like sports, but sometimes I guess I do. But I treat work like sports. Like, it is... All of my effort goes into the success of whatever I'm doing. And I hate losing. I hate losing more than I like winning. My my avoidance of loss is wow. is a greater motivation than my attraction to winning, if that makes any sense. That's awful. Um so but but that's how I look at a lot of things. I think Serena Williams is like that. I think that she hates losing more than she likes winning. If at least someone said that to me. But anyway, continue on, Anthony, because I'm interested in this. This mindset. And I think, and I don't know if it relates to relationships as well as it does to work, but it's like when you, when you play for a team sport, specifically, like whether it's football, baseball, even track and field, even though it's an individual sport, you, if you go to a meet, it's a team sport. Um, yes. You know that the effort you, people are dependent on the effort that you put in. And I think I've always worked like that, where I know that if I show up a little earlier or stay a little later or work a little harder, like other people will benefit from that. So when I, when I go into work, especially that's kind of how I treat things. But the flip side of that is when I lose, I feel like I let everybody down. So one failure, I feel like I let the whole world down. And that's kind of what I was going through when we got let go was even though it wasn't a personal failure, it's not like we did anything specifically to be let go. I, I even told I apologize, yeah, Anthony, apologized to Carla Marie that same he, day. I said I'm so sorry. kept apologizing to me, and I yeah. was like, well, "I worked here too. <laughs> what, <laughs> what are you doing?" And that, yeah, that is how he took it. He was apologizing. Mm-hmm. So, in other words, we all need a friend like Anthony because he's you're very loyal and ride or die. Yes, and yeah, I guess you, so. Even, I mean, I'll pat even, myself on the back. I guess <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's weird hearing that about me, but I guess that's true. pretty true. You. You better be because I just said that. I just told everybody that. Um, all right, I'm gonna get a little bit more personal because I, you know, I don't ask y'all too many personal questions. So, what's the relationship situation like? Like, I need to know because let me tell you something. I'm gonna go car. I'm gonna go to Carla Marie real quick. I'm a I'm a gay man, and you fine as hell. You know? like, <laughs> <laughs> As are and you. For everybody out, as thank you, and it's for everybody out there. She's my friend, so I can say that. He can. Anyway, you are fine, and I've actually been like when you've like posted about me, or if I've done something, or we've been together, or I've been on a show. Like I've literally had guys be like, "Oh my gosh, she's so hot!" Like you were in the studio with her. I'm like, "Yeah, but I'm gay, so it don't matter." So that's I, Carla Marie. Like, what's going on in the relationship department? Because I'm a I'm a I'm a master hooker upper okay well yeah do that no it's been an interesting time in radio and trying to have relationships and i think now leaving the job that i was quote unquote married to is going to help me actually explore this part of my life 
on the air and what the life I've lived for the last few years was like the independent female who doesn't need anyone else in her life. And that is who I am really still at the end of the day. I don't need anyone. I'm just fine on my own doing my thing. Um, But now it's like, oh, I have the time and the brain space and the energy to explore this. I can do that. And I just, I didn't like I was exhausted 24 seven. Like there's just the only day you have energy is Saturday. And it's like, okay, I have done everything all week for someone else. I want this day for me. And that's how it would constantly be for me. And I'd spend that time with my friends or traveling. It was just, I didn't have the time. And now it's like, okay, I have the time. What's going to happen? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Okay, so where are we where are we? I look, I need to know. <laughs> I just I'm just whatever whatever happens happens that's so cool though i think a lot of people out there you know like they say married to the job but i think that they're so busy i I think my question for you and maybe some listeners would benefit from this and maybe agree when you are like are you a kind of are you the kind of person that when you were in that situation where you were married to your job and you are independent which i love did you have moments of going home being like, you know, I really want to go on a date tonight? Or did you swipe like Tinder? Like, did you do any of that? <laughs> yeah, I would a hinge. Yeah, I would swipe on hinge. But a lot of times I'm like, oh, I just don't, I don't care enough. I don't want to put in the effort. I just, I didn't want to deal with it. And pro- probably part of it was me just trying to avoid and hide and not want, just not trying to emotionally get there. But mm-hmm. I also just, there was just so much going on. And after we got let go, I remember saying, I put so much time and energy into this job for what? And I kept saying that I missed out on so many opportunities with my family, so many things with my friends. How many family events did I not fly back to New Jersey for from when I was in Seattle because of work, because I was trying to get ahead at work. And I guess relationships also fall into that category now too, but at first I didn't really think about that. It was more my family, family, family. And now I'm looking at it like, work's not going to come first anymore. It's just, it's, it's not worth it for me for work to come first because at the end of the day, I'm probably going to retire from whatever job I have and then have what? No family, no friends, nothing. So for me, work isn't going to be number one. And I think whatever employer or company or I work with, they're going to need to know that. It's going to be, and I'll take my job seriously, but I didn't get to travel back to see my family during COVID because I couldn't leave work and my mom had open heart surgery and I missed out on so much with my family during this time that I'm not doing it again. Yeah, as a person who has a business and I believe I'm the same way, if work starts to overwhelm me, I know that it's going to affect my personal life, like, you know, Scott and my marriage. And I'm just like, I let him know before it even gets there. I'm like, I'm feeling this pressure and if it's taking me away from that, it's just not worth it because you're right. At the end of the day, what do you have to like fall back on when this career is done or when you want to switch up? And so that's I, I like the way you think. All right, Anthony. 
Oh, is it my turn for the same same kind of question? There's a lot of people. Well, I can say you fine too. I'm gay, so Anthony is fine too, y'all. So here we go. So like, what's going on with you in the in the relationship department? (laughs) So for me, I mean, it it definitely was a time. There was a time constraint because of work. So, and I think I wouldn't even blame it solely on that because a lot of people spend a lot of time at work. The difference when you're doing morning radio for so long is that it's a lot of hours and it's time shifted and mm-hmm. it doesn't really go with anyone else's schedule. So, you know, if I have to be asleep at eight thirty nine o'clock on a good day and I'm up at four and then I get back and I don't really have time for happy hours. Cause that's like kind of when I'm starting to settle down. I think the schedule more so than the workload, yeah. um, became a point of, uh, of friction in terms of trying to find a real relationship. And yeah, I think I was on all the apps. I met a couple of people, um, the apps are a weird place because I feel like just like on Twitter when you have like cyber bullies and stuff, I feel like there's this weird disconnect where women on apps, um, and this is my experience, I'm not saying all across mm-hmm. the board and not with every woman, but they feel like you owe them something that they haven't necessarily earned yet. And that might sound aggressive, but there were times where I've witnessed Anthony get reamed out by women for no reason. And like, there, wow. for example, there was one woman who I guess I matched with twice and I had taken all apps off of my phone for like almost a year, redownloaded them, matched with this woman. And her first contact was like, her first uh, message to me was something along the lines of like, Oh, you already messaged me once and didn't, I didn't hear back for you for two days. You're off my list. And I want to be like, I don't owe you that it was so rude it was such a weird rude message and i've gotten a lot of those from women and it's not like i'm listen i'm not trying to send them like d pics or anything like that it's usually like very regular conversations hey how are you things like that and and if you don't respond in a certain time or whatever and i don't have those notifications popping up on my phone all the time people get really angry and they feel like you wasted their time even though you're all in this weird space on the app so i kind of have taken a step back from that um and with all the craziness of the past month or two Honestly, yeah, yeah. I've been trying to more self-reflect than anything else because I don't know if I'm at a place in my life where I am at the best mentally to be ready for someone else. Oh, yeah. So, You're right on that. So that's, I guess I'd say in the recent, my recent history is that. But yeah, I think I tried with the apps for a long time and didn't really find a lot of success. I mean, I, I found people that I'm friends with still. I found people that I'm still in mm-hmm. touch with and whatnot. Um, but in terms of long-term success, didn't really find anything uh, there. But that's kind of where I am. I'm kind of like in that weird limbo space of I'm single, but I'm also like I don't have time for nonsense either. Okay, but you can't. Si- okay, what? No, go. Let's go. Like, let's keep it real on trust and believe. That's such a girl thing to say. Also, and no, you get mad when you see I'm that not, on apps. I don't you get mean, so mad. No, I don't mean because what I see on apps is normally like. I'm here and I'm a businesswoman and I'm not here to waste my time. And it's like, okay, first off, I don't know you. So I don't, I'm not wasting your time. Um, I just think for me, it's like the attitude that I sometimes get. And listen, it could also just be, it could also just be when you're texting something. Yeah. Sarcasm doesn't make its way through, you know, those types of things because it's just through text and I'm reading it in whatever voice I assume it's coming at me in. So maybe that's an issue too. Um, But I just... I don't have, I'm trying to minimize the drama in my life. And if I feel for a moment that you are going to load me up with drama, I am out. No more drama in my life. Who's that? Mary J. So more of a personal question, but I ask these questions. You could totally not answer them because I'm totally fine with that. But both of you single, you know, kind of 
you know, Carla Marie's married to the job. Anthony's like, y'all getting on my nerves. Did you ever, did you ever have like, you know, like a little hookup here and there? Like, you know, cause there is that part of life where you're like, y'all need to just shut it down real quick. You know, like, like with each other that. or with random people? Yeah. No, not with, <laughs> not with <laughs> each other. Okay. Hello. I'm like, listen, we've heard that question about yeah. 10,000 times. So no, 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 no. I would never ask y'all that anyway, but <laughs> I've definitely had, yeah, there's, there's uh, the yeah. hookup life, which is fine by me. <laughs> yeah. There was, there was, I guess you could say that part of the, life was satisfied so you weren't really look for me you weren't really looking for more because you had that if you needed it if you wanted it and it was there but yeah you don't i didn't feel like i was missing things emotionally and i wasn't looking for that i will say too there's you grew up on on the east coast and now you're you're uh closer to the west coast you're not a coastal person yet but (laughs) um i think there's also just there's a very different hookup culture yes. from when you grow up in the New York, New Jersey area to then going out to Seattle. I feel like there's it's a it, yeah. it's very different. And very. even just and part of it is because the drinking scene and the social life is very different. I remember living in Hoboken and every sat every Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and maybe Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, <laughs> um, you were going out and you were drinking and you were partying and you were meeting new people. Um, and yeah, there were definitely like random hookups and stuff. When I moved out to Seattle, I think the biggest difference for me was on a fr- even new coworkers that I'd meet. Like, hey, what are you doing on a Friday night? I'm like, oh, well, I have to sleep early because I'm going on a hike at four o'clock in the morning on Saturday. And like, that never happens in Hoboken or Jersey City no. or, or Manhattan. So that culture was very different. You didn't have people going out raging till four o'clock in the morning because bars close at two. And even then, they're quieter settings yes. for the most part. So I think culturally, that social hookup hook whatever mm-hmm. dating scene um took a little getting used to in seattle as well so that could have kind of like brought me back a little bit <laughs> well i don't know just so you know i mean i might live in arizona but i did live in la for seven years so but i believe that la is completely different than seattle like it is a completely different world I, even though they're on the same coast i'm like seattle is more I mean, from the time I've never lived here, lived here, but I've been here, and it's, I, it's way more chill. I feel yeah, like very down there. But, yeah, because LA is kind of a similar scene to New York, where you do have like nightlife, kind of all every day of the week, whenever you want it. Um, so, and I think that kind of hookup culture, dating scene, goes with that kind of social scene. This is kind of meat where I, the meat of where I want to go with you two, because you know, every time I've seen you, you've been you know, happy, excited. And I mean, and I know you're not happy all the time. I know you have your struggles and your strengths, but even though you were let go from radio, you still found a way, you know, you said you're on Twitch now. You still found a way to like continue to strive and push forward. What do you think are the tools that people need to utilize from within to get them to the point where they just don't give up because there are a lot of people out there right now that are really struggling with the pandemic and they're giving up and it's really affecting their mental health. And even though, you know, we, we kind of laugh at Anthony and say, you know, he felt he took it personal and Carly Marie's like, I was sad, but you know, I think people could actually benefit from how you still, you know, continue to persevere. It's not easy. I will mm-hmm. say that it's not easy. It would have been so easy to say, I give up. 
I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to find a desk job somewhere, you know, something completely different than what I've ever done and just apply to jobs and be a social media coordinator, like boom, done. And I don't have to fight for something. I don't have to fight to have an audience. I don't have to work this grind to get people to find me and follow me and reinvent the wheel. But at the same time, I can, I think I can speak for the both of us with this. That's not how we work. Mm. That's not how our brains work. We just, we don't get benched. We don't get, you know, we don't take time out. We don't take that well anyway. We just have always worked around the clock. And I, for us anyway, we work so hard to build the show that we had that to just let it all go in one day just didn't make sense. So mm. for us, it was like, why not just keep trying? We don't get like we get knocked down, but we're going to get back up. But it was really hard and it's still really hard to get back up. I think there's so many times where I'm like, God, I could just I don't have to do this. I can have a nine to five. I can have a normal job and not have to fight every day to make sure people remember who I am, where I am, where they can find me. Did I post on social media enough to know what I'm doing right now? Because that is a lot mentally. I know. And it sounds trivial, but Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. No, when your career is on people knowing who you are and remembering where to find you, that's an everyday 24-7, 365 or every waking moment of your life, wondering and being concerned that people are going to forget you. And it's hard to live that life, but it's also our talent and our skill is being in front of people and connecting people and just having this community that we've created. And that was 100% what fueled us, the people who still wanted to hear from us and see us and support us. And I've said this to a few people recently that the only reason we've been able to do what we're doing now is that we feel like we're physically being lifted up by the people who have listened to us and followed us, that they're... They're helping us so much right now. How can we let them down? They, they want what we've been giving them. We you know, need them to be here. Let's continue to create this community. It's not easy by, by any means, but it's what we love at the end of the day. It may not be the same form of what we've been doing it as. And anyone who's lost their job, you may, there's little things you've loved at that job. Even if at the end of the day, you're like, you know what? It's probably better. I'm not there. What did you love about that job that you can now spin to the next job? You don't have to find that exact same job, but there's definitely things you loved about that job. Now find those things and what else can you do with that? And I think that's what we're doing right now. Yeah. I also think um, there's two parts for me. One is, and I'll go back to being competitive and and, in athletics and stuff. And I guess you'd be the perfect person, uh, Shanti, to talk about this because in any of your 
DVDs, videos, whatever, there's always a point where the workout just got really, really hard and you still have to dig deeper, right? And you have to push through it. And I think if you're able to take that moment and say, listen, I was just doing squat jumps for 90 (laughs) seconds straight or whatever it happens to be. And that sucked for a long time, but I got through that Mm -hmm. and I'm better for it. I think if you can take those little tidbits from physical fitness and add them to your regular life, I think that means a lot. And that's, that's one of the reasons you've been able to grow this community to what it is, because you can take those lessons from physical fitness and from training and things like that and apply them to your regular life. The other piece of information or advice I'm not I don't know if I'm qualified ever to give anyone advice but I'll you try are. You're very, um, very quiet is be excited to learn something new like for us Twitch is a newer platform yeah. in terms of what we're trying to do with it now and every single day I'm learning a different trick or a different mechanism or a different little thing I can add to our our total product to make it better for our viewer better for our audience better for us easier for us And I think if you keep motivating yourself with new things that you're learning, because that's something that no one can stop you from doing. No one can stop you from learning a new skill or learning a new technique or or learning from an Mm -hmm. expert video of some sort. That is completely dependent on you and your motivation and your desire to change. So if you can get excited learning new things, you're going to get out of whatever rut you're in because you're going to realize that just like through fitness, you can do hard things. You also can do new things and you put those two things together. I feel like I just said the word things way too many times, (laughs) but you put those two elements together and you're going to be unstoppable regardless of how tough it is in that moment. I think both of you said some really, really profound things that I, people should just I should put this on my wall. One was Carla Marie said, it doesn't all end in one day. And I think that's what happens in terms of when people are in a fitness program, right? And just for, they go on vacation for a week and they eat and they may have gained like three or five pounds or whatever. And they're like, oh my gosh, like it's just a snowball effect of them saying, well, I gained this weight, I'm gonna let it go. It doesn't all end just because you do get knocked down once. And I, I think it's so important like you were saying carla murray is to like look at the big picture of what you created right like you want if you look at the big picture of what you created it's like it's like almost like if we take a big puzzle and a piece of the puzzle like a ten thousand word puzzle and like a piece of the puzzle got knocked down on the floor but if you look at the puzzle there's still thousand <laughs> pieces left like why are you going to just sit there and be like well fuck it you know and so Trash the well, whole I, thing, no. Right. Well, I know why people do because they feel defeated. Like it, it, they take one piece can feel like a you know, a big chunk. And so uh, I think this just that that lesson of don't let it all go in just one day is important. And then, you know, learn something new. You know, we, we say getting uncomfortable is really important or people say learn something new every day. But you just Anthony just kind of brought it to a more profound statement of don't be afraid to learn something new and combining it with when Carla Marie said, like, take all the things that you loved about that job and apply it to something new. So you both have, you know, first of all, you guys are amazing. Like, you're so fun to listen to and, like, excited. But you also have taken your, what I like to call your superpower of connecting to people, of being transparent, of being really funny and, you know, 
and taking that to another platform and learning a new platform so that you can continue to to build on your career instead of just like letting letting things like completely bring you down. So, um, it, you know, I will tell you that, you know, Anthony, you, you texted me once you found out you didn't have the job anymore. And I don't know if I put this in the text, but you seemed really upset. Like, and I'll usually, when people tell me they lost their job or they got broken up with, I usually say congratulations, but I was like, I don't think he's there yet. (laughs) I was not there yet. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I really want to be his friend for a long time. So I'm not going to say that, but usually I can say it now. Congratulations. Cause now look at what you're doing. You're starting to like rebuild your foundation. And I believe from this I'm not going to say you'll be better. You should never do radio again. But even if you do go back to radio, like you, you, you've had built like such a strong foundation because you've done something for yourself that you believe in, that you trust in, that you, you know, you're really learning something new. Yeah. And I think that's really what I think everyone needs to take from, and it's tough when you're in it, right? It's tough talking to someone who's going through a breakup and who's miserable saying, Hey, you ne- three weeks ago before this guy broke up with you, you said you didn't want to be with him anymore. Now you're miserable. So it's tough getting people out of that state. Mm -hmm. But I think what we can all do is say, first off, you've got to live in those emotions and you need to be mad or be angry or be sad or upset, whatever it happens to be. But take all of that experience and like, listen, I'll, I'll be totally honest. I use anger as a motivator sometimes too. You know, how many people have had their, their revenge bod or whatever it happens to be because you're using that anger for positive motivation. And I don't think, even though it kind of has a negative connotation, I don't think there's anything wrong with that because you're at least using what could leave you on the couch, just eating potato chips and watching uh, whatever Netflix. whatever <laughs> Netflix thing you're, is on your TV. You're using that as fuel for progress. So whatever you need to fuel that progress, I mean, there's no right or wrong answer to that. And there's no right or wrong way to get through grief or disappointment other than just try to make sure you're somehow moving forward every single day. I love it. Can you guys let me know where people can find you? Do you have a specific website? Yeah. So if you go to twitch.tv slash Carla Marie and Anthony, that's the landing page for our Twitch show. But if you follow us on Instagram, Carla Marie and Anthony, we tell you how to find us a billion different ways. So, Everything's right there. Yeah, everything. It's all right there. That is a great spot to find everything we've got going on. You can follow us as we're traveling back across the country and road tripping across America, which is really cool to see. Oh, Shanti, you might not you might not like this, but I have to say something. What? Okay. If you are planning a road trip, here's a bad idea. Don't do Transform 20 <laughs> the day before you get into the car for eight hours because like your butt's just going to be sore the whole eight hours. So and I, that's what I did the first day. We did because I was like, you know what? I'm going to be sitting down for a while. Need to get a good workout in and make sure I'm moving around. Mm. We did Transform 20 at Carla Marie's house. Yeah. That next day, every time I got out of the car, I was like, eh, <laughs> I love it. So wait, you guys are coming back. Yes. <laughs> yep. When are you coming back? Do you know? Uh, on September 6th, we are getting in the car and driving to Philly and then heading back up to Seattle that way. And we'll be back in Seattle around September 16th. Oh, I'll be home by then. But but, um, make sure you all follow Carly and Anthony's journey. Uh, We'll put your link in the show notes to your Instagram and your Twitch so people can find you very easily. So everyone go to the show notes. Carla Marie and Anthony, I love you guys so much. You guys are so fun. Thanks for being just so supportive of me as well. 
And good luck with your journey. And we will most definitely be following along. Love you. Thank you for this. Love you so much. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the motivation. Sometimes I curse you out, but you are are a friend and I love you. Yeah, we love you so much. Keep cursing me out. I love you guys too.